Today's daf is daf Ein Dalid. We're going to beginning at the beginning of Ein Dalid, at the Mishnah. Zog the Helega Mishnah. Shomeris Yovam, a woman that husband died, leaving without children, and he has a surviving brother. So, the stage before either Yibam or Chalitza happens, she has the status of what's called a Shomeris Yovam. She is awaiting Yibam to happen. So, whether there is one surviving brother or whether there are two surviving brothers, that the status of these surviving brothers, which is, are the Yavamim who are waiting to do the Yibum uh, to her, are empowered to be able to be Mefer her Nadarim, whether there is one surviving brother, whether there is two. So, we will see whether that means that on their own, they're considered that status that she is in, that she's bound to them. She's not allowed to marry anyone else. She has to have either Yibam or Chalitza. Is that status, is that considered like Nesuin? So then the Yavamim will be able to be made for Nadarim on their own. Or maybe it's only considered like a status like Erisin, which means that they will be able to be made for her Nadarim with the help of her father, assuming that she is still a Nara. So, that is the opinion of Eliezer, that a Yavam has the capacity to be made for Nadorim before Yibam. Rabbi Yeshua Yeshua said that that bond that gives her a marital status, Again, depending on whether you consider Erisin or Nesuin, will depend on whether you need the husband or not, the father or not. But that bond would, is only strong enough if there's only one surviving brother. But when you have two, then the bond is not strong, and then the two brothers, even jointly, cannot be Mayfair her Nadarim, as we'll see in the Gemara. Rabbi Akiva Aimer, Loyla Echad He takes the completely opposite opinion. He says that a, a, a woman at Shameris Yavam, the Yavam, the potential Yavam, is never able to be made for Nadarim, whether there's only one surviving brother or whether there are two. So we have three opinions here. You have Rabbi Yezer, who seems to say that a Yavam, whether there's one or two, makes no difference. A Yavam has the capacity to be made for Nadarim for a Shameris Yavam. Rabbi Yeshua says only when there's one surviving brother, it's only with one Yavam. And according to Rabbi Akiva, the bond that is created by the death of the brother is not strong enough to give her a status, a marital status, for even with one surviving brother, a Yavam can never be made for Nadarim. That is the three opinions that we have here. So, Says the Gemara like this: Amar Rebbe Eliezer. Eliezer wants to defend his opinion. He says, "Ma'im isha shekana hu laatzmo, a woman where he makes the acquisition himself. It's a man-made acquisition. Either the father marries her off, or the she uh, marries herself. Saharehu mefer nedarea. It's a husband who." Uh, was involved in the acquisition, right? Either he did the transaction with the father or he did the transaction with the woman, depending on her age. But where the husband makes that transaction himself, then 
that acquisition allows him who made from Nadara to be made for Nadarim. Again, depending the Erasin, whether it's jointly or whether it's Nasuin, whether it be on his own, but his actions give him jurisdiction to be made for Nadarim. Isha Shehikno Lo Mina Shamayim. A wife that he didn't have to do anything. Mina Shamayim, they created that uh, transaction. They gave him that acquisition that he's a, that he's considered married to her, or that there's a bond to her. The Shemaris Yovam, that the death of his brother that triggered his bond to her, it wasn't something he did. It means Shamayim, they uh, effectuated that status. So, Eino Din, is it not a Kalva Chomer? The point is that if something that he has to do himself causes the ability, creates a jurisdiction for him to make for Nadarim, something that he doesn't even have to do, that means Shamayim they did for him, so for sure he should be able to be made for her Nadarim. That is the logic that Rabbi Eliezer wants to say to defend why Hafaras Nadarim works for a Shomeris Yavam by the Yavam. So says the Gemara that Amar loy Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said, "Lo, no, imamar beisha shekana hula atzmo. If you're going to compare this, you can't compare this to a woman that he made the acquisition himself. Shein lachayim barishus, because once you're the makadasher with you makadasher by erusin, or you did the nesuin, but when you did it yourself." So then, ain la'acherim rishus. No one else has rights in this woman. She's makudeshes. She's also lekula al makahegdes. She's consumed completely out of bounds for anybody. So maybe that's when she's in your jurisdiction to be able to be made from a daughter by erusin with her father on a soon by yourself. Tomar, can you compare this? Can you say it's the same as isha sheikno lamin hashemayim by a woman that? Through the yibum, through through the death of the, her husband, she now is 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 bonded to you. She's bound to you through that. That if there's two brothers, we see that either one can do it. So it's not exclusive. It's not an exclusionary relationship. It's not exclusive. You have two brothers. Either one can do yibum, and therefore, if so. The bond is not strong enough to allow for the jurisdiction of a of a hafaras nadarim because yesh la acherim rishus others have a right. If there's more than one brother, you see either one can do the yibum. So you can't compare the bond that's created by the death of the brother to a active kedushin. You want to say it's a kavachorim one. If it's mishamayim they're doing it for you for sure, it should be strong enough. But no, see, we see it's not strong enough because another your brother can can do the can do the yibum instead of you. So, Amar Lo Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua is now answering back to Rabbi Akiva. He said, "Lechora, your taina is a good taina, Akiva, but Barecho, but your words, b'shnei yavamim, only work when there's two yavamim. Then you can say the bond is weak because either one can do it. So you can't compare it to a kedushin or an esuin." But Ma'atameshiv al Yovam Echad, but let's say there is no two surviving brothers. Let's say there's only one. So when there's only one, then Taka, no one else is allowed to have relations with her. So then it is exclusive. It is an exclusionary relationship. So Haforas Nadorim should work with one, which is Taka of Yeshua Halls. Haforas Nadorim works with one, it doesn't work with two. Yovamim. 
but you, Rabbi Akiva Holder, works with no Yevamim. So the Chorah, but your argument to Rabbi Eliezer was because it's not an exclusive, exclusive relationship. That's only when there's two Yevamim. When it's one, it is exclusive. So Amalo, so Rabbi Akiva answered him back, Eina Yevama, either Gemura or Nigmura, Liyabam, is not, the transaction by Yevama is not complete with a Yavam, Keshem Sha'arusa Gemura Le'isha, like the completion of the transaction by an Arusa to her husband, Isha with a Mapike, Le'isha, to her husband. Meaning that even so, I consider the relationship of Arusin to be a much stronger bond than the situation where she's bound to the surviving brother, to the Yavam. And the one is going to explain more in depth what his answer is. But basically, we have here three opinions. We have the opinion of Rebbe Liezer, where there is one surviving brother who has two surviving brothers, Yibum, uh, uh, waiting for, which is waiting for Yibum. She can, uh, either uh, in either one or two, how far as the Dharam applies, according to Yeshua, only when there's one, when, not when there's two, and according to Rebbe it never applies. Now, let's see the Gemara. Bishloma, the Gemara says, I can understand... According to Rabbi Akiva, Savar Ein Zika. There is a big question throughout Masechus Yavamas whether the bond that is created by the death of the, the, the brother, whether you hold Yesh Zika Ein Zika means how, how strong, how potent is the bond between the surviving brother and the, uh, the, the, and the wife of the dead husband. So, there are opinions called Yej Zika, that bond is a very powerful, very strong bond. Clearly, Rabbi Akiva takes the position, Ein Zika, that there is no bond, the bond is not a strong bond, and therefore, we don't look at that relationship in any way, like a marriage. It means, yes, it is binding that Yibam Chalitz is needed, but it does not have in any way the strength close to an Erosin, and therefore, there's no hafaras nadarim. So that explains it covers you for Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva's position is consistent, whether it's one yavam, whether it's two yavamim, doesn't matter. The shomeris yavam, the bond she has with the yavam, is considered ein zika. There is no bond, really. It's not a strong bond, and therefore there is no hafaras nadarim. That explains Rabbi Akiva. I could also understand Rabbi Yeshua. Savar yej zika. He holds that that bond is considered like a marital bond. Now again, as the Ron discusses, whether it's as strong as only Arisin, then you need the father helping. Maybe it's even as strong as Keknusa. It's actually a question in Masechus Yavamas. Maybe it's like Nesuin, and you wouldn't even. But it is Yej Zika, which allows I, the Girsa of, of some of the Rishonim, and to explain, well then why is it only with one Yavam and not with two? So he holds is that, he holds that Ein Breira, Ain Breira means you, there's no react. Uh, there, there you you cannot say that uh, uh, there's retroactive retroactive determination. What does that mean? It means the chora. You could say like this with two yavamim, let them both be made for the nedarim, and then whichever one ends up doing the yibum retroactively, then that was the one that was the significant bond. Yesh zika with that one. But Rabbi Yeshua holds, you can't say that over here, as the Ran explains why. Because it's based on the uh, a, a Pasuk. The Pasuk says that Isha uh, Yekarmeno Isha Yefareno. 
that Isha, we have to know at the time of the Hafaras Nadorim, we have to know who the husband is. You can't rely on, on Breira. And therefore, even if Breira works in other areas of Halacha, here Breira will not work because the Torah requires that Isha, you have to know that it's the husband doing it. And therefore, since you don't hold a Breira, in the case of uh, in the case of our forest Nadarim, so when there's two potential husbands, you don't know which one is going to do the yibum. You cannot do hafara because the zika. Only one of them has the zika. Both of them don't have it because only one of them is going to be doing the marriage. Therefore, you don't know which one it is. Therefore, it doesn't help you. But when it's only one husband, for sure, he's the one that can do the yibum. So he's the one that can do the hafara. That it would explain the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua. What about? Uh, Rabbi Eliezer, though, Elul Rabbi Eliezer, my time may. How can he be explained? Im Zika. Even if you want to say he holds that there is a Zika like Rabbi Yeshua, but Lachora, as we explained in Rabbi Yeshua, you cannot hold a Breira in the case of Aforos Nadorim. Breira, it won't help because you have to know at the time of the Afora who the one doing the Yibum is, and you don't know that for sure. Therefore, you cannot say that the, the Afora is a good Afora because either one can do it, and therefore, either one can do the Yibum. So, therefore, so then you would say, if you say ain't Breira, then how can he let there be a Afora? when there are two surviving brothers. So, and if you hold Ain, uh, then, and, and if you hold that there's, there's, there's no Zika, then it shouldn't even work by one. So, Lecharim, Eman of Shach, you are uh, stuck trying to explain the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. How could he let there be a Hafara where there's one or two? Zika will only help you for one, by two, you'd have to come onto Breira, and and we don't hold the Breira by Aforas Nadar. So Amar Rabbi Ami, so Rabbi Ami says that Kegoyin Sha'asaba Maimer. Now let's just review a little bit of Masechus Yavamas. We had a Masechus Yavamas that, according to the Chachamim, that even though uh, there is a there is a transaction that makes the Yavama the wife of the Yavam, that it's not like Kedushin. Kedushin, you have three options. You can do Kesef, Shtar, Ubiya, and Minat Torah, all three make her an Ashes Ish. By Yibum, the Torah only says one. It says Yavama, Yavah Aleha. That only, only uh, intercourse is the only, Yibiya is the only one that makes that uh, uh, bond that, that now you she's considered full fledged your full fledged wife and from this point on if you want to divorce her a get will suffice there's no con- concept of chalitza anymore because uh, chalitza only works if you have not made her yet your wife that is what the chachamim hold now the beishamai say that yesh zika now what does it mean what do they hold that as yesh zika and they also say it's considered like a kiknusa like marriage. And so Rav Ami explains, it's Machlokas and Amoroim, we'll see a second opinion of what Reisham I mean, but Rav Ami learns that, that Mimer, so, so let's just step, let's take a step back, sorry, so the, the, the fact that only Yibum works, according to Chachamim, nevertheless, the Chachamim came along and said that it's not appropriate that the first interaction of making her your wife should be Bia, so they, can, they created a rabbinical device known as Mimer. Mimer is, is, is a, 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 from the declaration, Hariat Mekudeshes Li, there's like a Kedushin de Rabbonon, that you can use Kesev, or you can use Shtar, 
to, uh, to introduce the beginning of the relationship before you have the Bia. Now, it only works Midrabonon, but nevertheless, Midrabonon, now if you want to do, for example, let's say you choose not to go and do Bia, you need Chalitza, because she is a Yavama that you're not doing Yom to, and you need a Get, Midrabonon, for the Kedushin Midrabonon. But the Get alone would not help you if you didn't mind her, because she's not really your Ashes Ish by the case of a Yavama. You need to have Chalitza. So that is the opinion of, Beish, uh, of, of, of the Chacham. Beishamai come along and say, Yesh Zika. What do they hold by Yesh Zika? So Rav Ami explained that they hold that, no, it's not Maimer, it's not just Rabbonon. Maimer, they hold, is powerful enough that it can make her your full-fledged Eishas Ish. And therefore, if you did Maimer, at this point, you no longer need Chalitza. All you need is Get. You wouldn't need Chalitza because Maimer works effectively like the Yibum itself. Says the Gemara, the way to explain Rabbi Yezer over here is the case he's talking about where there were two brothers that one of them did a mimer. Since one of them did a mimer, she is considered to be completely married to the person that did the ma- marriage. And therefore, in such a case, you don't have to come on to because of the Zika. You can explain it's even without the Zika. It's because of the Mimer, like Veshamai. And therefore, whether it's one husband that, with one surviving brother or two surviving brothers, the one that did the Mimer is able to be Mefer. And again, the run is this, in discussion whether or not we're talking about it works like Erisin or it works like Nasuin. And the difference will be, do you need the husband helping with the Afora, or do you need the father helping with the Afora or not? But that would explain the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. So, uh, we're talking about that, that the, the surviving brother, or one of the two brothers, did a Mimer. Rabbi Eliezer, he holds like the opinion of Eishamai, to Amri, they hold Mimer, Kona, Kenyan Gomor. That Mimer has, makes an, a, a complete Kenyan, a Kenyan Dairaiso. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and therefore, uh, in such a case, the, the, uh, the, the one who did the Mimer can acquire. Now, what about Rabbi Yeshua? So Gemara says like this, even if you tell me that Rabbi Yeshua agrees with Beishamai's opinion that Maimer does a Kenyan Gomer, but still, Rabbi Yeshua, Omer Lach, Hani Mili Bechad Yovam, that this only is true when there's only one Yovam, you say that the Maimer is Kona Kenyan Gomer. Aval Beshne Yovamin, but Beishamai's opinion would be that if there are two Yovamin and one of them did the Maimer still, it doesn't work like a Kenyan Gomer to make her enough of the Ashes Ish that you could be made for an Adarim. Why? Because, and the Rand quotes this opinion in Maseches Yevamis, that uh, Rabbi Gamliel says that even if you hold like Ben Shammai's opinion, that Mimer's Kona Kenyan Gomer, if there are two brothers and one of them did a Mimer, it would not potentially preclude, does not stop the other brother for e- from either giving a get and damaging the bond by giving a get, or by act- even having beer. He could even have beer still. Even though you did the mimer, the other brother can do. It's an anomaly because we, it, it doesn't seem to make that much sense. If one, it's considered Ashish where you did mimer with only one brother, so then why when there's two brothers when you did mimer, the other one can still do 
Yeah, the Achronim to deal with it. But that's the point that Rabbi Yeshua holds. He says that Tani Mili, when do we say it's Kona Kinyan Gomor? Only with Vuchad Yavam. Avol B'Shnei Yavamim, when the two Yavamim, you cannot say that it works not because of the Zika and not because of the Mimer, because me ikamidi is it possible the Chiyosi that if you can have the second surviving brother come and Asra and prohibit her on you, either by doing Bio, which then stops you from doing Yibum yourself, or Begito by damaging the bond by giving a get, which again would stop you from being able to go ahead and do brother first brother from doing consummating the marriage with Yibum. So therefore, Umefer and still you want to say that the first Yavam has the capacity of Afara, clearly his bond is not strong enough because the second brother can still do things to prohibit him. And therefore when there's two brothers, we do not allow for Hafara. So that would explain Rabbi Yeshua the way in Rav Ami. That the way Rav Ami explained Rabbi Eliezer holds that that like Beishamai that Mimer is Kona Kinyan Gomer, and therefore as a Kinyan Gomer you could be Mefer, and he holds that even when there's two Yavamim, the one who did the Mimer is a Kinyan Gomer. Rabbi Yeshua says you can't say that it's Mamash a Kinyan Gomer by two, because we see that even if you hold a Kinyan Gomer, you allow the second brother to either do a Get or to do Bia, and that would damage and stop the first one from being able to consummate the Yibum himself. So therefore you can't consider it like a strong bond when there's two brothers, and therefore they cannot be hafora by two Yavamim, only by one. And Rabbi Akiva basically, Savar, he holds, ain Zika. He holds there's no Zika at all, so with no, with, since there's no Zika, and also he doesn't hold that the Mimer does anything, that uh, Minatoro, so therefore there cannot be a, 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 a hafora. Okay. Now so far, this Gemara explained Rabbi Yezer, the way Rav Ami understood Beishamai. Rav Ami understood Beishamai is that when you do Maimer, it's considered to be a Kenyan Gomer, that you don't even need a Chalitza anymore. Once you've done Maimer, you've like considered Aishas Ish, there's no more Chalitza, and you could just, if you want to get, you want to divorce her, you give her a get. See, so that's all, that's, that's all, that's Rav Ami's opinion of Beishamai. But says the Gemara, there's another Ramor there of Lozer, and he understood Beishamai differently. That Beishamai never held that if you do Mimer, it's considered to be an actual Aishas Ish, a complete Aishas Ish, that you don't need Chalitza anymore without a Yibum, that you don't, you need a Get, and you don't need Chalitza. No, that's not Pshat. When Beishamai says it's Konya Kingomer, it's talking about something much more specific, and therefore, and it's not considered to be as strong a bond as Rav Ami wanted to say it was. What is the Pshat, according to Rav Lazar? So, in order to understand this, we have to go back to a, the, the Gemara in, in Yavamas and understand the following. This is the way the Rav, Rav Ami, I mean, this is the way uh, Rav Lazar explains by Shammai. What is the case? The case is you had three brothers. Let's say you have Ruvain, Shimon and Levi. And Ruvain and Shimon married sisters, Rachel and Leah. Now, if Ruvain dies, then and without and and and, and uh, let's say Ruvain was married to Rachel. And Ruvain dies and Rachel survives him without children she cannot fall to Yibum to Shimon, because since Shimon is married to Leah, Leah is Rachel's sister, that is an erva. 
and when there's an erva, when there's when one brother is married to a woman that would stop him from being able to do yibum to the other, and there's no yibum or chalitza, there's no bond bechlal, and she would be muteres l'shuk. However, in this case, since there's a third brother, there's Levi, so then Levi himself could do the yibum or could do the chalitza, but the bond still exists with Levi. Now, let's say Levi would do the yibum, so good, then he would be able to do the yibum. Now, if Shimon would die then now obviously that woman would not be able to fall to Yibum anymore because Levi's married now to Rocho and she would be free Lashuk. So, now the question is like this. What if Levi, the mission discussed the case, Levi did not do Yibum to Rocho, which is Reuven's wife. Reuven died, Rocho fell to Yibum. Shimon couldn't do it because he's married to the sister. But Levi, he did Mimer. He did Maimer. So what would be the din? So according to the Chachamim, that Maimer is only like a Kedushin de Rabbanon. And therefore, in such a case, if Shimon's wife would die, uh, Shimon, I'm sorry, if Shimon would die, so now, Torah really, the Maimer is nothing. Levi should do Yibum to Shimon's wife. However, since the uh, since the the uh, he had done uh, Mimer to uh, the one sister, so Midrabonon see Midrabonon it comes out that he's like married to one, so he's not able to do yibum to either of them. Why can't he do yibum to either of them? Because the one that, to, to Shimon's wife, he cannot do yibum, because he did Rabbanon, he married uh, Reuven's wife. He did Mimer to her. So therefore it's like the wife, it's, the, it's like, an, uh, like it's a sister of an erva that he already did. And he also cannot continue to do Yibum to the one that he did the Mimer because she's the sister of, of, the, of an, it's called an Acho Zekukoso. If you have a Zika with one woman who's the sister of another, Midrabonon also that's prohibited. That's called Achos Zekukoso. So therefore, in both of these cases, you would have to do a... Uh, a, a chalitza to the one and a get because the mimer and a chalitza to the other one but you wouldn't be able to do yibum to either one according to the chachamim now what a beisham I hold beisham I hold that mimer is kona kinyan gomor so what does that mean it doesn't mean that it's mamish that she's considered married to you and now you can just divorce her without a chalitza it doesn't mean that but it's kona kinyan gomor that it allows you to if we had the scenario where Reuven's wife died, Reuven died, and then Rachel fell, and you did Mimer to her. Shimon's wife, uh, Shimon dies, and then Leah falls. Also, according to Beis Shammai, the Mimer is strong enough that we consider to it as it's no, that you could continue the Yibum with her. It's considered, there's no problem here 
of Achaz uh, Zekukoso, the Zika, uh, the fact you have Zika with the other one is, 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 is not a problem. It takes away the problem of Achaz and therefore you can go ahead and do Bia to the one that you did Mimer. But that's what it means, it's Kona Kenyan Gomer. But it doesn't mean that she's considered Mamish like your wife. So ask Gemara if she's not considered Mamish like your wife, then we have a problem still with Rebbe Eliezer. According to Rebbe Eliezer, if you hold, why, why could you do Haforas Nadarim, whether there's one brother or there are two brothers, Lechora, even if you hold that Zika helps you, Zika won't help you with the two, because you have to come onto Breira, and there's no Breira, but only help you with one. And even saying Mimer, Mimer only helps you according to Rav Ami. Mimer doesn't help you according to Rabbi Lozer, because Rabbi Lozer holds that even in Beis Shammai, Mimer is not Mamish Kenyan Gomor. It only helps you for this case. There's no problem of Achazukukos, so the case we explained to the Mishnah. So we're back to our question. According to Rabbi Lozer, according to Rabbi Lozer, understanding Rabbi Lezer, why is it that two, whether it's one brother or two brothers, you can do Haforas Nadarim? So let's see it inside. Well, Rabbi Lozer, the Amor Rabbi Lozer, who holds the Amor Mimer, Lebe Shama, Ein Kona, Elulitchos, Betsara, that all that Mimer can help is to push away that you don't have the Tsara, you don't have the problem of Achazukukos, so the co wife is not considered, Shimon's wife is not a problem for you to continue on and do Yibum to Ruven's wife because you did Mimer, but it's otherwise, it's not Kona, King, and Gomer. So, my Ikalameimar. So what are you going to say? How come you could be made for Nadorim by a Yovom, whether there's one Yovom or two? So says the Gemara, We're talking about that a woman is a Shemeres Yovom, and the based in chose one of the two, and they said to him, you have to do Yibum or Chalitza by a certain date. And the person... Uh, was mechuyev in, in 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 to feed her, and what happened was that uh, when the date came, he had run away. So now, in such a situation, he already is obligated to uh, support her. And we said before, even we explained this in Rabbi Eliezer, the Rabbi Eliezer holds like Rav Pinchas. That if a woman is uh, being fed by her husband, if she's being fed by her husband, even by an Arusa, Rapincha said that even though an Arusa normally you need the father, but if she's already chive in Mazonas, the 12 months are up and he has to feed her, then he can be made for an Adorim along because she makes the, the Nadorim in mind with the person that supports her, that he should be able to be made for. And so here too, the Yavam is Mechuyev in feeding her. He ran away, not to do in the Yim Chalitza, but he now technically can be made for her Nadorim because he's the one who can feed her, and since he's the one that is obligated to feed her, he also is the one that can be made for her Nadorim. That's how you'll explain Rabbi Yehazah. Rabbi Yeshua, maybe he doesn't hold of Rabbi Pinchas, he holds that we don't say such a Sephora, that... Uh, but I, so why by one can be made for it? Because he holds Yesh Zika, like we said. But by two, the fact that uh, even if based in hold that, that one of them have to feed her would not help when there's two in order to allow there to be a... Um, now that to be a, a hafara. So we have explained Rabbi Liezer in two ways. Either Rav Ami, that Mimer works, according to Beishama, Kenyan Gomor, it's like Mamish Ishto, and, he, and therefore the one that did the Mimer could be Mefer, 
or according to Rav Elazar, uh, that based in Womechaev, one of them to feed her, and Aldas, that person, she makes the nether, and therefore he can be made for her nedorim, according to Rav Eliezer. Okay, let's continue. Tran, the Gemara now is going to ask a question on Rav Ami. Rav Ami explained Rav Eliezer that the reason why, whether there is one Yavam or two Yavamim, they can be made for the nedorim of the Shemeres Yavam, is because we're talking about that there was mimer. The zika alone won't help you. It's my. It's the zika plus the fact that he did a kedushin with the kesef star, the mimer going like beishamai. That and according to Ami, it's Kenyan gomer makes mamish like an aishas ish, and therefore they could be made for her nadarim. So it says Amar Rabbi Eliezer. The Gemara said, "Instead of Mishnah, Amr Lezay, my im isha shekana laatzmo harehu mefer nedareha." That Lezay's logic was is that where by a regular kedushin, where you have to do the transaction yourself in order to be able to mefer nedarim. So isha shegnol mishamayim, a woman that you were acquired to you from shamayim, you didn't have to do anything. The mishamayim, the acquisition was made for you. So ain't a din made for nedareha. So for sure, on such a transaction, Hashem is doing it for you. You should be able to make for nedarim. Now the Gemara's question is: According to Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Ami explained, it's talking about where he had to do mimer. Mimer is not something that you did mean shamayim. Mimer is something you did yourself. That's a kenyan that you did yourself. It's not mina shamayim. Gemara says you have to explain what Rabbi Lezer meant. It means yes, you had to do the mimer, but it's based on the zika that was created in shamayim. It means by a regular isha, you have to do the whole thing yourself. And you can be made for Nadarim. So where you have Hashem helping you with the Zika and on top of it, then you did the Mimer, that's what he means. Therefore, for sure, you should be able to make for That's Pshat Nebuchadnezzar. But it means that you were you did Mimer after the Zika came from Shemaim. Okay. Now, the Gemara wants to try and bring a Raya from Rav Ami's Pshat in Nebuchadnezzar that we're talking about that there was Mimer to a Shaila that was raised by Rabba. Rabba... Uh, wanted to know that when Rav Ami says that 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 the Pshat in Beis Shammai is that Maimer makes a Kenyan Gomer makes her an Aishas Ish, is it make her, give her a status of an Arusa, or does it give her a status of an Asua? There's big differences. For example, a Kohen is uh, married to an Arusa, uh, he can't go to the Beis Akvaros, he can't be Matamat to her. An Asua, you could. So if you're telling me that the mimer that the Yavim did gives her the status of a Nesua. He could go to the base of Kvaris if she dies. So he wouldn't be able to. So, for the, so we want to teach her the body of Rabba. We're trying to bring a Raya from way of Am explained Rabbi Eliezer to Rabba's Shiloh. What did he want to know? Mimer, Lebe Shammai, Mimer, according to Be Shammai, did you say it's Kainah Kenyan Gomer? Is it Erosin also? Does it does only Erosin? Or Nesuin also? Does it do Nesuin? So Tivshot, you should be able to bring a raya from Rav Ami's explanation that it's Nesuin Osa. Must be, according to Beishamah, it does Nesuin. Why? The e Erosin Osa, because it only does Erosin. The Hatnan, we learned by an Aruso, you can't do it on your own. It says, Naramuresis, Avia Ubala, Mefinadarea. You need the father and the husband to revoke an Adarim. And over here, the Rebbe says, is that the Yavam can be made for. So more understands right now, made for means he can do it on his own. Lachor, if he can do it on his own, it's because of the Mimer, it must be that the Mimer is doing the Suin, because if it only does Eresin, he would need the father. 
So Mura says, not a raya. Amar of Nachman by Yitzchak, my yafer, what does it mean that the orus, that the, I mean, that the yavam can be made for the nadorim according to Rebeliyas? It means together with the father. Yafer b'shutfah is a partnership with the father. It doesn't mean on his own. So even though raya, it could still be that, that according to Beishamai, the way Rabbah and Ravami understand that it's Kenyan Gomer, it could only be doing Erosin, it doesn't mean it's doing the serum. The fact that Rebeliyas says you could be made for it, could be made for in partnership. Mora wants to bring a raya now that Rav Ami's explanation of Eliezer is correct and that the Mishnah is discussing where it's not just because of the Zika, but the Zika plus a mimer. Tanya Hanamihachi Kuravami. We have a Brysa that is the corollary to our Mishnah, but from the way the Brysa read, it's clear that we're dealing with that there was a mimer done. What does it say in the Brysa? It says, Shemeris Yavam. The Shemeris Yavam, Bain Yavam, Echod Bain Shnei Yavamim. Whether there was one Yavam, whether there was two Yavamim, Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Yavam, Rabbi Eliezer says, you can do that for him. Rabbi Yeshua, Omer, Le'echad, Le'lishnayim, like our Mishnah, he said only with one Yavam, not with two. Rabbi Akiva said, makes no difference. Le'echad, Le'lishnayim, can't do with either one or two. Now, Amr, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer wants to argue his point. He said, Uma'im Isha, She'ein lo chelek bo, that a regular woman that you have no jurisdiction over at all, until she enters your uh, jurisdiction, means until you do Kedushin. And the Ran says, Tavol Rishuso is Erosin. Knisal Rishuso is Nesuin. That means that she has no, you have no jurisdiction over her until you do Erosin. But Mishabas Rishuso, Nigmaralo. But when she does enter your Rishus, uh, with through Erosin, again the Rod explained here, through Erosin, then she is considered in your jurisdiction to be able to be made for her Nadarim. So, Isha, she is Lachelek, a woman that you have before you do anything, you already have a portion in her. Because this is a woman that the Mishamayim, when the husband died, Mishamayim, they say that, you, that she's considered to be bonded to you. Before she's entered into your jurisdiction. But when she enters your rishus, i.e., i.e., when you did mimer, meaning like this, means obviously if you did bia, you could be made for an adorm. So it means it's telling you like a woman that's already partially yours, when you do mimer, that's what it's referring to, so when you do the mimer, so for sure it should be in your jurisdiction with the complete capacity to be made for, again, being made for with the husband, if it's only does, with, a, with a father, if it does erosin. But that's the point's going to be over here, we're talking about mimer. Amalo Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Akiva again finishing off the bride says, Lo can't compare with a woman that you marry her, that that you had no previous jurisdiction, and you do an you do marriage yourself. There, that just as before you had no rights in her, no one else has rights in her either. And therefore, and when you do the Kedushin, then nobody else has rights in her. However, a woman, that you're maknam in Shemayim, if there's more than one brother, it's not only you have rights in her, so to others have rights in her. 
and therefore you can't say there's not it's not an exclusion the Yavama is not an exclusive relationship. So therefore maybe that's why you don't have a right to do be to do Afara. So Amalo Rabbi Akiva the Rabbi Yeshua, so Rabbi Yeshua said to Rabbi Akiva, Akiva Dvarachna Yavami, your taina is only a good time to talk when there are two Yavamim, then you don't have exclusive rights. But Ma'ata Meshiv Al Yavam Echad, but what are you going to answer where there is taka only one Yavam? When there is one Yavam, then you do have exclusive rights, so then you should be able to be made for. Amar Allah, so Rabbi Akiva answered him. Do we make any distinctions between one Yavam or two Yavamim? Or when there was Maimer, or when there was no Maimer, uh, and say, and just so we don't make those difference by Shardavar, and we'll see what the Shardavar, by other areas of Halacha, so to by Nadarim we don't make those Chalukim, and therefore by Nadarim too, Hapforos Nadarim makes no difference whether it's one Yavam, two Yavamim, is Maimer, not Maimer, just as we don't make those distinctions by other areas in Halacha, so too we're not going to make those distinctions by Hapforos Nadarim. Balosh Nazeh Amar Ben Azay, that with this language, when Azai, you heard Rabbi Akiva's argument, he said, uh, um, speaking to himself, he says, Woe to you, Ben Azai, that you did not serve Rabbi Akiva, you did not go study under Rabbi Akiva as, as being your Rebbe. Anyway, my tiny Kabazirabami, this whole thing was to bring, bring a Raya that we're talking about, like in Rabbi Lezer, that there was Mimer, the way Rabbi Ami explained. How does this support Rabbi Ami? So, Mara says as follows Diktani, clearly it says, that that um, Rabbi Akiva said we don't make this differences. Why is he throwing in mimer? Obviously, Rabbi, Lezer under, Rabbi Akiva understood. Rabbi Lezer was talking about where there was mimer. So therefore, it's a raya that there is a case. It's not only just a zika, but there's a mimer as well. Rabbi Akiva holds it makes no difference, but Rabbi Lezer holds it does. Inami, or else you can even bring a raya from the the, the terminology in the ratio. Now we're gonna go with readers like the Rishash, the Ktani, because it says that. That uh, the the uh, ratio was comparing a situation where it's saying a woman that you don't have any previous jurisdiction over her, and then you went and you brought her into your domain, you get complete jurisdiction for her, that you can be made for an adorim together with her father. So a Yavama, who you do have previous jurisdiction over, i.e. there's a Zika from Shamayim, so then when you uh, bring her to your Rishus, so then for sure you should be able to make for an Adharam. Now, what we're talking about, you bring her into Rishos, doesn't mean you did Yibum, because obviously the Yibum can be made for an Adharam. means means when you did Mimer. So you see, when you did Mimer, obviously we're discussing a situation where there was Mimer. From the Bryce, it's clear, we're talking about Mimer, so Rabbi Yezer is correct, that the, the Rabbi Lazar is correct in the understanding of Rabbi Yezer, that the reason why he holds it to be made for is because he holds like Beishamai, and there was Mimer done, even though the mission never mentioned the Mimer, but it's Tomah that there was Mimer done. So, or Mishabak, the Rishus, so the way the Riyavim is a Nigma law, is that when she enters your Rishus, she's Nigma law in the case of the ordinary woman, and then the, doesn't bring you the rest of it. And it says, but in the case of a Yavama, which is already in your Rishus, uh, has already have jurisdictional rights, Mishamayim, you have a Chalik in her, and then they, you, you did something to bring her into your Rishus, so for sure you should be Mefer. 
If you did not do Maimer, you did not do the, the Kedushin here, so then my Nigmar, what it means you now you acquired her, you did something to acquire her. What did you do to acquire her? So Tivshat Binah, so here we can clearly learn, Maimer, they were dealing that there was a Maimer being done, according to Rabbi Eliezer. Now, just the more I wanted to qualify, what, what, what does it mean in Rabbi Akiva's term? Diktani. So what, is he, what did he mean that just as other matters, it makes no difference whether it's one Yovim, two Yovims, whether it was Maimer, there was no Maimer, so too by Nadarim it makes no difference. What is the Shar Devarim? So Amrava Hachiktani, this is what it's saying. We know that a woman that is a Naramurosa, that she's only had the first stage of marriage, and you uh, and 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 someone has relations. She has relations with somebody, but she's an ish That she doesn't get the normal uh, the death for adultery, but she gets skilo. So now, by a yavama, a woman that is a yavama. Let's say that she had only had erusin done with the first husband, and then she had, um, and now she falls to a yavam. And she violates the yibum bond. Because she does. She doesn't. She has relations with somebody else. So you agree that the, that we don't say that you get skila over there. Now the there it makes no difference whether there's two yavams, one yavam, whether there was mimer, not mimer. Everybody agrees there would not be skila. So what do you see? He's basically saying the same way as mimer and one yavam to him makes no difference to consider her mamish like inara murasa. So therefore, she should not be considered considered like an arusa here for haforas nadarim either. That's what Rabbi Akiva's argument was. So Amrav Iyata Maidish Ein Chayavan Skila Kenara Murasa. So Amrav Ashi Matnis Namideka. From our Mishnah, it's also very clear that that's what he was saying, and he's referring to that just as there's no uh, skila for adultery with a mimer wife. It says Ein Yevamagmura Leisha. She's not completed to her husband. What is he saying? She's not completed to her husband. She's not completed. Like a Nara Muraso means you would not have the dinner of Nara Muraso, like Gabi Skila. That's what Rabbi Akiva in our Mishnah was saying as well. So clearly that's the point that Rabbi Akiva is making in the Brisa, and it's corroborated by the terminology that he was making in the Mishnah as well. Gentlemen, have a good day.